Local Content Podcast, your go-to source for content creation, strategy, and business inspiration. I'm your host, Mel Daniels, content strategist, coach, and speaker, empowering women across the globe to grow their business with powerful content that connects, nurtures, and converts. So if you're ready to create standout content that gets you noticed and remembered, or build an aligned audience who love you and are ready to buy from you, you're in the right place. I believe that content has the power to connect us all. It's up to you how you use it. Listen in for genuine and insightful chats with guests, as well as practical tools and strategies from me. It's so lovely to have you here. Let's dive into the show. Hello, hello, beautiful people, and welcome to episode 34 of the Powerful Content Podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in today. I really and truly appreciate you being here. Now, today's episode is likely to be a quick one, but it's something that I really think that is important to discuss, and that's using a guest strategy as part of your content strategy. Now, I absolutely love guesting as a strategy to increase my reach and my authority as well. So over the past couple of years, I've been a guest I would say over 40 times. So it's something that I'm constantly working on and something that I'm using as part of my content strategy. So if you're looking to perhaps increase your reach and your authority as well as part of your content strategy objectives, then guesting and think blogs, podcasts, videos, or even just providing some sort of content of value to another business should definitely be on your hit list. So guesting can come in many different forms and it can really be tweaked depending on the audience you're speaking to and who the collaborator or host is as well. However, I really do recommend a common message or a common theme with all of your guest appearances. So in that way, if the same person comes across you through two or three or more different appearances, then they're not going to be confused with what you're all about. Now, guesting falls into the top part of your soulful sales funnel. It's a great way to attract new people into your audience so that you can really begin to nurture and then convert them. So why do I love guesting so much? (laughs) Well, I'm going to give you a few reasons. Now, the first is to widen your reach. It's so, so easy to get stuck in the same circle of people. I get it. The same Facebook groups, hanging out with your biz besties. And whilst this is a really important part of connection in your content strategy, and that is the very first stage of the client journey to connect, it's often really useful to go outside these comfort zones and really broaden your reach. So guesting allows you to do this by accessing someone else's audience. The second reason that I love guesting so, so much is that it really increases your perceived expertise, right? So it really helps us be seen as that go-to expert or an authority on a particular subject. And if you become that authority, then more people are likely to be drawn to you. The more guesting that you can do, the higher your authority will eventually become. And the beauty of that is that as a key person of influence in your given industry, then you have access to even more opportunities that will attract more clients and you can then charge higher prices. So I love guesting as a way to increase your perceived authority. 
Now, the next great thing about guesting is that it really helps you achieve your objectives. So behind the driving force of every content strategy is the objectives. What are you trying to achieve? Do you intend to use content to build your email list, increase social media followers, increase your authority? Guesting can help you actually achieve all of these. So if your host actually allows, then adding a call to action on all your guesting content to download um, your lead magnet and then get them on your email list, enter a competition, giveaway, join a five-day challenge, webinar, whatever it is, then that's really going to help you achieve whatever objective that you've actually set. So the next way is to build your email list. So I really encourage list building as the primary call to action with guesting as it usually involves some sort of evergreen content. So that's a subject that's relevant across time. So don't forget that people aren't just listening, reading, watching in real time. They may be listening, reading or watching in the future as well. So if you can make it time irrelevant, then that is really going to help. Having that lead magnet as your call to action when you guest really helps you not only build your audience, but also the subscribers on your email list as well. The next reason I love guesting is because you can reimagine the content and cross promote it as well. So just because the content isn't published on your channels, so it might not be your podcast, your YouTube channel or your blog, it doesn't mean that you can't reimagine it yourself. Think of all the different ways we can pull content out of a guesting appearance. You could ask for a testimonial from your host. You could quote yourself from the piece of content that you've collaborated with. You could take a screenshot of the interview taking place. You could use some of the content in a Facebook video. You could shout out to your host or collaborator or even create like a montage of weird face screenshots from the interview. There's just so many different unique ways that you can use your guesting content. And the last thing that I love about guesting as part of your content strategy is how it really increases your confidence. And I have seen this myself. The best thing is the more you talk about what it is you do, and what you have to share, the more confident you become in sharing it. You learn to really refine your message, adapt your message, and continue to grow your thought leadership, all of which then feeds into your perceived authority. So now you know why you should have guesting as part of your content strategy. How do we actually find the right person to reach out to and to pitch to? Well, I think the very first thing and the most important thing is to find someone with a similar audience to you or who may have your ideal client as part of their audience. There's really no point in wasting your time or your host's time if what you want to talk about won't even be relevant to their audience. You want to be able to show your host how you can add value for their audience. They're giving you the airtime, so make sure that you bring it. This also means that any subscribers or followers that you pick up along the way are more likely to be aligned to you and your service or package. The second thing is, you know, just like converting a warm lead is easier than converting a cold lead. I think the same goes for people who you wish to pitch to. So just think about what you usually do with those spammy emails that you get, you know, the ones that promise to increase your rankings, blah, blah, blah. If you're like me, it's usually delete and block. 
and you don't want to end up like this when you're pitching. So from my own experience, I give people a surefire no to anyone who pitches me and I have no idea who they are. How will I ever know if they're going to be a good fit for my audience? Even if their proposed topic sounds like something I'd want to share, I know nothing about their philosophy or message. I don't have the time to go and research them, listen to podcasts, follow them on socials or get references from other people. So please make sure that you've connected with or interacted with your potential collaborator or host, whether that's a follow on socials, comment on social media, sharing their content, subscribe to their mailing list or subscribe to their podcast and leave a review. Start interacting and connecting with them. And of course, I want you to do this in an authentic way, but really start to get on their radar with relevant comments and insights and show them that your ideas or values align with theirs. Next, I want you to think about whether you need to tweak your topic to match the knowledge of your host's audience. So have they even heard about your topic before? Have they even heard of you before? Do you need to go back to basics or would they already have some knowledge of your topic? And you can dive into more advanced concepts around that topic. A great way to find this out is to listen to previous episodes or watch their videos so that you know the type of information that the host gives out. As a host myself, I can say that there is nothing worse than receiving a pitch on a topic that's already been discussed on my podcast. If you can provide a different angle, great, but make sure you check first. It's a clear red flag to me that you probably haven't even listened to an episode. And if you haven't listened to an episode, then it's a no from me. Lastly, you're pitching to provide value. Yes, it's great for authority building for you, but make sure there's a way to capture those listeners, those readers, those viewers who want to find out more about you, not just to follow me on socials or find me here. So not all hosts are keen to let you promote your free thing, your lead magnet. So definitely check first, but I'm all for it. As long as you can show me that it's relevant to your topic and will be valuable to my listeners and bonus points if it's exclusive to my audience as well. So having a soulful sales funnel in place will really help you optimize this opportunity to build your email list. And if you want to know more about creating a soulful sales funnel, go back to episode 28, the truth about email automations. Okay, so I've given you a lot of do's and don'ts in this episode so far, but I want to leave you with a few last tips. First of all, make sure you listen to the podcast, watch the videos or read the blog so you know what your host is all about. It also may actually give you insight into the types of guests that they already have and the questions they often ask. Nothing is quite like being prepared. I want you to find a way to personalize your pitch and really show that you do know their audience. Did they post about their dog's surgery on Instagram? Can you relate that to your pet or wish them a speedy recovery? Can you comment on a recent episode with a genuine insight or how it aligns to your particular message? Find that common thread and make sure you mention it in your pitch. Make it easy for your host to say yes. Supply examples of you in action. So maybe previous podcasts or Facebook lives or videos of you if you're new to guesting and always, always, always supply 
all of the information that they ask for if they give you the go ahead. Otherwise, you're wasting their time as they need to follow up, which really doesn't leave them wanting to give you as much airtime. So be a good guest. There's so many more tips and tricks I could give you, but I'm going to leave it here for now. Guesting is something that we talk a lot about inside of my membership, The Content Effect. So make sure you jump on over to the show notes if you want to join our conversation and make sure that you're on the list to be the first to know when doors open again. I just want to leave you with this one thought. Momentum comes from the smallest action. If you've been thinking about wanting to add guesting to your content strategy, then what's that one small thing that you can do today to make it happen? Could you start to follow someone who you'd love to guest with? Could you collaborate with a friend on an Instagram live to get experience talking about your message? Could you write a list of podcasts that you'd love to appear on? Could you start your own YouTube channel? Drop me a DM on Insta and let me know. I would absolutely love to know what action you'll be taking today to make your dream a reality. Thanks so much for listening. That's it for another week. To get more powerful content in your life, make sure you're following along on socials. My handle is at Meld Business. And just in case you're wondering, the groovy music for this podcast was created by Just Here on SoundCloud. I'd also be super grateful if you took a moment to rate and review this podcast so more amazing women like you can experience the power of content. And if you're like, hell Mel, stop talking. I'm ready to work with you now. Here's how we can work some powerful content magic together. Firstly, come and join the content effect. My membership, inspiring women with service-based businesses to ditch the content chaos and start creating standout content that gets you noticed and makes sales. You can join us by using the link in the show notes or just Google the content effect. The second way we can work together is via my one-on-one packages. We can create a sustainable content strategy or start to build out your client journey. It's up to you. Hop on over to meldbusinessservices.com.au forward slash services to find out more. Until next time, have a beautiful week and embrace the power of your content.